The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall also himself be watered. Proverbs 11.25 Hi dear beloved, this is Oma and you are now listening to the Rest Podcast. On this podcast, we join us to a place of rest away from every single thing the enemy does to stage against our peace. And if this is your first time of listening, I just want to say, you are warmly welcome. Everybody on this internet space to find an agreement, and that agreement is that Oma gives the women's virtual hugs on the planet Earth. So I'm sending you lots and lots of virtual hugs, and I'm here to say welcome home. So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that I had to learn the hard way, which is the defining line between self-care and selfishness i'm going to focus a lot on why self-care is important and then i'm going to also talk about why you do not need to be selfish one of the things that i struggled with especially if you're someone who is naturally selfless or you've gotten so used to having to do things for everybody else you may not know where to draw the line and a lot of times one of the things that is a barrier to people actually taking care of themselves that they feel like it is selfishness because as christians we know that our lives are a living sacrifice so of course we're not supposed to gratify our flesh we're not supposed to serve ourselves and in fact scripture says that we should prefer others above ourselves is in philippians i can't exactly remember the chapter and the verse but it's a very important thing to put others first so how do we know where to draw the line so so that we are not worn out and burnt out while trying to not be selfish and how do we draw the line so that in trying to care for ourselves we do not become selfish people who do not care about others that's what we're going to be talking about on this episode and this episode is actually going to be the shortest episode of the thin life series i prophesy i don't know how possible that's going to be but let us go so definitions of course definitions self-care and selfishness are two different things selfishness is an attitude that cares only for itself at the detriment of others selfishness cares for only what it can get what can benefit it without considering how it affects others especially negatively so a selfish person's language is always me first me only what do i get what's in it for me and we know that God has called us to a life of selflessness. Like I said earlier, as Christians, we are living sacrifices. And so you hear the Apostle Paul say things like, I beat my body under, I bring it under subjection. So it is clear that one of the things that we must not serve is ourselves and our flesh. But so of course, selfishness is a no-no for the Christian. So what is self-care? Self-care is any activity that you engage in to maintain your physical mental emotional and spiritual well-being physical mental emotional and spiritual well-being now i want to say something really important a lot of times like i said earlier many people think that self-care is selfish because you now have to take out time to take care of yourself rest rejuvenate eat healthy and all of that and you i almost feel like how can i be sleeping in my house when people are homeless everywhere there are souls dying and so much is happening how can i be resting when god is burdened these things are beautiful these things are true but the extremities are the kind of things we want to avoid you see the enemy is satisfied that the christian has anything but truth so if you have half truth he's okay if you go to the extreme he's okay he just doesn't want you to be in that place where what you know is balanced is accurate and it's according to god's principles self-care among other things 
very importantly helps you to care for others. If you're burnt out, you can't help others. A drowning man cannot save others. A lot of times, self-care helps us to be at our best. It helps us to not burn out. It helps us to be highly performing, even in cases where we have to serve others. So while self-care is even so that we can help others, selfishness does not care about other people. Let me give you an example. Self-care could be taking some time to rest so that you can function effectively. While selfishness will be sleeping endlessly, even when you know you have things to do, with no reason because you're trying to avoid responsibilities. Self-care could be setting boundaries and saying, this is my limit and this is how far I can go. Selfishness, on the other hand, will be saying no to everything without any reason whatsoever, without anything that justifies your course. So I mentioned something that is a very important aspect of self-care boundaries if you must take care of yourself by yourself i'm speaking body soul spirit i'm speaking physical mental emotional spiritual well-being take care of your mind scripture says in proverbs 4 verse 23 that we should guard our hearts with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life so you can see that even scriptures recommend that you take care of your mind you need to know what your limits are you need to be able to set clear boundaries on what you can take and what you cannot take let me tell you what not setting boundaries will do to you not setting boundaries will stretch you thin than you can go one it will exhaust you too it will gradually make you bitter because people like to take advantage of people without boundaries human beings will always go as far as you let them go if you open your door to them and tell them walk in they will walk in because why not even if it's me i will walk in i like to think that boundaries are the way you teach people how to treat you because people are raised differently people have funny ideologies people have different ideologies boundaries is how you say Mm-mm, over here this is how it works let me give you a real life example of what I meant when I said that if you don't set boundaries, you'll gradually become bitter. This is because you start to feel like a matter that people are using if you do not have boundaries. Around the middle of this year, my friend and I volunteered. Well, it wasn't exactly voluntary. We started to work with an organization. I want to give a disclaimer, places, events, and names will be changed to protect the identity of the people involved. So we said, let's work for an organization. And at first, it was something, it was like, okay, can you guys come and work with us? And we're like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then after a while, we noticed, they now started to demand of us as if we voluntarily came, one. They started to demand of us as if they were paying us, two. They started to demand of us, like, very seriously, like, ah. People didn't come for this, you didn't come for that, and then they would get cross with us, they'll be angry, and we're like, wait, wait, wait. So we have to sit down with ourselves and like let us know we have to draw our boundaries with these guys. Because after a while, I literally was doing that service in anger with murmurings and complainings. I know that anything that you do for God with murmurings and complainings, you've already lost out on your blessings. I know that I would rather not serve than serve with murmurings and complaining. So we had to so we had to call ourselves to others touching that and set boundaries another thing happened to me during that season is i noticed because i didn't have boundaries i was invested in every other person's work except my own why because i was trying my best to not be selfish so drawing boundaries helps you to take care of yourself i tell you the truth you have a limit yes i know we are limitless in our minds and everything but generally every human has a finite amount of resources that they have to prosecute the things that god has sent them to do so there's only so much that one of you can do you can't divide yourself into five places you need to know what works for you you need to know how much you can handle this is why you need to sit with yourself you need to know yourself i know how much i can handle and once it starts to get more than i can handle i'm able to pull out and say i'm not doing it again Imagine a 20 kilograms capacity as a human being, and then there are these 5, 10, 10 kilograms of 
things that are demanding your attention. What will be wise, of course, is to pour yourself either into one or into two because that's as much as your capacity can carry. But most of the times, what we do in trying our best to not be selfish is to spread ourselves thin across our board. You know what will happen? You give four, four kilograms across board and at the end of the day, you will feel like you are underappreciated because you are underperforming because of course, four kg out of 10 kg is not good enough. Do you understand that illustration? So stop stretching yourself thin because you want to gain favor in the eyes of people. Take care of yourself. You see, Jesus' life as a man here on earth was very interesting. You often see that Jesus often withdrew himself into the wilderness to go and pray. Or you read placing the scripture where it says early in the morning before the break of day, Jesus went away to go and pray. One of the self-care strategies that I actually employ is, is to rest in his presence. Prayer can be therapy sometimes. I tell you the truth. Prayer, that's sitting with Jesus. You know that fellowship kind of prayer? Not the one where you're like, oh, my enemies die, or you're just like praying in tongues. I see, you, none of us understand tongues, okay? There are people who have the gift of interpretation of tongues, but for the average believer, you're not speaking in tongues and saying, oh, this is exactly what I'm saying. No. When I speak of the prayer of fellowship, a lot of times, the prayer of fellowship happens with words that you understand. Where you sit to the Lord and you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And for me, I, when I sit in that atmosphere, I normally have a song playing in the background or something on the days when I have a sound and I sit with it and I just stay there and I rest. This is something I periodically do because it helps me rejuvenate strength everywhere. Body, soul, spirit and mind. Because there's a self-care trend going on already. There's a self-care movement. There are people telling us take care of yourself and everything. But most of the things they promise can actually be found at the feet of Jesus. So why don't you practice resting in his presence? Take out time. Do things you think that you badly need to attend to. When you die, or you are weak, or you can no longer handle. Life will move on. That's one thing I've come to learn. It's a very painful reality, but life moves on. You see those things you feel like, oh, if it's not me that would do them, no other person would. And it's making you stretch yourself thin unnecessarily. When you break down, mm, another person will do it. You'll be shocked. It will surprise you. Those things will not fall apart because you are not there. So take our time to rest. Another reason why you should take care of yourself is because your body is God's temple. And in this kingdom, we don't own anything. We are stewards. So if you are a steward of God's temple, how will you let it be defiled? How will you not make sure that you are taking care of God's temple? You know how the sanitary keepers do? They sweep, they clean, they mop. All of those things. There are those exercises applicable to to our own selves. Eat well, eat healthy, eat vegetables, drink a lot of water, rest, take care of your mind, practice forgiveness. All of these things are self-care strategies. Unforgiveness can be such a hold on you that it drains you. Practice letting go of hurts. Practice protecting your mind, protect your space. Be very wary of what enters and what goes out. You cannot be a porous Christian. Anything cannot go for you. There are certain people I had to stop talking to at a particular time of my life because these people refuse to learn how to use words that edify. So I don't want you polluting my environment, so I have to give them space. I had a particular friend who every conversation you had with him will tear down your self-esteem somehow, somehow. His words were razor sharp. He just didn't have anything nice to say. He only said nice things very few times. I knew I had to protect my mind because scripture say that faith comes by hearing, yeah? Fear also comes by hearing. A lot of things come by hearing. So many of you, the reason why you have low self-esteem is because of things you heard. So you have to learn to protect your space. And if you're in a toxic environment that you currently are not able to go out of because it's a physical location, you must learn to create an atmosphere around you in your heart, in your mind, and on you that helps you to live above what is happening in your environment. 
Take care of yourself, believers. Take care of yourself. So many of us, the things that we're not having to deal with are things that we could have easily avoided. And you see, we don't realize that these things are strategies of the enemy. I hope you know Satan wants to kill you. I hope you know that Satan doesn't want you to be alive on this earth. You're spoiling things for him. You're in the kingdom of light, for God's sake. So why play into his hands by these unhealthy lifestyles? You consume carbonated drinks like it is water. I heard of a story of someone who doesn't take anything less than three bottles of Coca-Cola every day. You are straight up on your way to diabetes. Straight, straight up, straight up. Like the road is straight before you. You will see what you are looking for very soon. From last year, the Holy Spirit started to impress in my heart the importance of healthy eating. I was like, okay, okay. If the Holy Spirit is telling me about healthy eating, the healer, <laughs> you better eat healthy, oh. So I started to incorporate vegetables into my food, incorporate a lot of water this year i drank a lot of water and i recently learned that drinking water actually helps to flush out toxic i don't know the word now toxic stuff in your body so drink a lot of water if you cannot afford to eat fruits every week you can afford to drink water every single time go online and find out the required amount all of these things are not unspiritual they are important do your best to once in a while eat good food take yourself out I read a book one time and the author said something. Imagine if you had to take care of yourself like you were another person. For instance, if I give you a five-year-old child and I say, take care of this child, how will you treat the child? Will you talk down at the child? When the child makes a mistake, will you tell the child that the child is stupid and should not try it again? When the child is tired, will you not let the child rest? Will you not make sure the child takes their bath when they should eat the right amount of food? You know, all of those things to make sure that this child is fit all round. So, the author said, imagine if you are that child and you had to take care of yourself that way. A lot of us know how to bleed healing for others, but we don't know how to take it in. I used to be that kind of person who could only give love and not receive it. I had to learn that it works both ways. Even the therapist needs therapy. Even the healer needs a healer. (laughs) The healer needs a healer. Yes! It is not sin to take care of yourself. It's not sin to feel good about yourself. It's not sin to once in a while just shut down on so many activities and breathe. If you're not alive, you won't be able to do those things. So many of you, your body is giving you signals, but you keep ignoring it. When I was doing my IT earlier this year, IT stands for industrial training for those who do not know. I remember I was always coming to work very exhausted, eye bags and all. I was always sleeping during the orientation that the care manager was giving us. I worked in an aged people's home. So one of those days she tested our blood pressures when we were learning how to take blood pressures for old people. And my own was the highest. So she called me and then she spoke to me. And I told her that the things that I usually do, I have to walk into the night and everything. And one of the things she told me was a very simple thing. It was a very simple practice, but it has really helped me. I don't employ it every time because there are times I have deadlines. And that principle that she gave me was, whenever you feel tired, when your body is shutting down on you, shut down your system, shut down your phone, and sleep. When you wake up, you can continue. The work is not running anywhere. And of course, I know there are those days I have to meet deadlines, so I will do anything to stay up. And so I will finish it, but I will rest. I have to learn to let my body rest. Because this is the earth suit that you have. This is God's temple. This is what you have to work with here on earth. If this body gives up on you, I hope you know that your spirit will live. 
if this body gives up on you, I hope you know that you cannot do so many things for God anymore. I hope you know that when we fight the Lord's battles, we will not fight them as exhausted people, as worn out weary soldiers. We will actually fight them as people strengthen. Of course, we will have those low moments. But I'm saying that your body is God's temple. Scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, either 1 Corinthians chapter 3 or 1 Corinthians chapter 6, that anybody that defiles God's temple, God will destroy that person. Mm. I know it's something like fire and brimstone right now. <laughs> the person I read, I was like, okay. Yeah, definitely not going to defile this temple because I do not want to be destroyed. But on a very serious note, why do you not get enough sleep? Why do you not get enough rest? I want to be the one to tell you to fashion all these tweets that make it look like it's a taboo for the young person to sleep. Sleep, oh. Rest, oh. One of the things that the care manager told me that time, she said that a lot of the people now who are having to do with stuff in their old age was because of habits that they involved themselves in when they were youth yes not enough rest alcohol smoking not enough water not enough vegetables all of those things they will tell on you i tell you the truth they will tell on you one day your body will ask you to pay because as long as you're on earth this body, this flesh that we have, will always affect us. So take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. Take care of your spirit. Clean out. Do clean up in your mind every once in a while. I tell you, these things are practices. Read a book. Read fiction. Yes, read fiction. It's beautiful to read spiritual books. Of course, you know, all of these things are subject to the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Anything I say here is still subject to the dictates of the Spirit per season part time but i'm speaking to a particular set of people read fiction watch an entertaining movie that will not defile you take a walk i do that a lot i take strolls just me and the holy ghost and my god like i've said a lot of times sometimes i use my phone so that it doesn't look like i'm crazy because i'm, I'm just there having the best of the best conversations with the holy spirit talking about just about anything this boy i like this girl that is annoying me this thing i want to do going back and forth on am i going to be a pastor's wife or not <laughs> like for some of you self-care even is spending time with your friends i don't know about you but it really helps me to unwind to speak to my friends to just sit down and chill and talk to them eating watermelon you know eating cabbage lettuce <laughs> feeding healthy drinking water take care of yourself the world is not going to stop when you break down. How bad do you want to break down before you take care of yourself? Some of you are waiting till your body shuts down. You know how you use your phone, eh? Till is one is one percent. It's 1% though. But your data is on. You are streaming something live until it's until it goes off. Some people wait wait till their phone gets off before they will charge it. And the sad thing about it is that your body is not a phone. It goes off on you one, two, three, four times. And you may not be able to recover from the havoc you would have cost yourself. You are young. Rest. Rest in the Lord. You are young. Eat well. You are young. Exercise. I had a conversation with my brother that made me realize that I needed to up my exercise game. And I will. Solid plans. Emotion. One of the things I did mostly this year was to take very less carbonated drinks. If I took 50 carbonated drinks last year, this year I've taken only 20. So far. That's how much progress i've made by next year it will still reduce and before you know i'm going to be off i have plans to be off carbonated drinks things are not less spiritual practice being grateful thank the lord have a gratitude journal i mean journal or something have a journal if you've listened to the rest podcast so far and you don't have a journal you are betraying the community 
Over here, we journal. I have journals that I've exhausted. Write. Write something about your, what's going on in your life. Journal. If you're not someone that likes to write, you can practice audio journaling. It's not the most popular kind of journaling. But if you like to talk, talk into something, record it and upload it. Keep it in your Google Drive or something. Journal. Do anything that helps you to relax. Yes. It's when you are restored that you can restore others. It's when you are revived that you can revive others. You cannot give what you don't have. But sadly, some of us have managed to be giving what is finishing inside of us. Because the truth is, you cannot give what you don't have. Some of you are serving from your reservoirs right now. You have exhausted what is for the people. Now you are serving from reservoirs, even spiritually. Care for yourself spiritually. Don't let the enemy of your faith be able to accuse you. Live above sin. All of these things help you to stay in a very good state of mind. If you have been a believer for quite a while and your relationship with God is serious, you agree with me that on days when you don't talk to Jesus before leaving your house, that day is going to be ruined. <laughs> You're going to walk around with so much guilt. You won't even know what's going on. It's because you've entered into a relationship with this intimate lover, you know. And so, of course, if you don't speak to your lover every once in a while, they will feel bad. And so, because the Holy Spirit is inside of us, you can feel when he's grieved. Some of you talk to many other people more than you talk to God. It's not good. Repent. So, God wants you to take care of yourself. That's why the Bible says that he has given us all that pertains to life and godliness. I wish above all things that you prosper, even as your soul prospers. So the thing to take along in this your self-care journey is to make sure that even your soul is prospering. It's to make sure that as you take care of yourself, you're not losing your soul. It's to make sure that as you're taking care of yourself, you're not harming others. This world system tells you, do anything to get on top, even if it means stepping on others to get there. Even if it means hurting people's emotions. I'm speaking to a particular person, a female. You do not know how to say no. It will put you in trouble very soon. Learn to say no. This year, I've taken most of the speaking engagements ever in my whole life. And even in this year, I had to learn when to say no next time. There will always be a next time, I promise you. I'm saying to not be so thirsty for opportunities that you don't realize that you are drinking from a poison cup. That you don't realize that you're already in a bad place. Take care of your mind. Take care of your soul. Are you flourishing in your spirit? Are you becoming a better person? It helps you to love other people. Scriptures say to love others as you love yourself. Emphasis on as you love yourself. Someone just to read that first part. Then you see that as you love yourself part, you read it like you just jump over it like, okay, what next, Jesus? No, go back and read it. Love yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and like what you look like. Like your skin color. Like everything about yourself. Speak to yourself well. Let it not be that if there's any voice condemning you, it's you yourself. Imagine if all the words you've spoken to yourself had to appear on your skin. We used to be beautiful. And be careful what you're saying to yourself because you're listening. Stop beating yourself up. You're not stupid because you failed at something. You're not. There are some things I'm doing right now that make me feel like I've, I've, I've been very stupid or okay, I have encountered loss on these things. But those things don't have to define me. Believer, take care of the temple of God that you are. Carry it well. Clean it. Dress well. Smell nice. You know, look good. Look beautiful. If the goal is not to become obsessed with yourself that you no longer can do anything, no, the goal is not so that you become a weak person with no spine who cannot endure diverse challenges. No, the goal is to learn the wisdom of reserving strength on the inside of you so that you can give it out. The goal is to be like the five wise virgins who trimmed their lamp and had extra oil. Some of you have run out of your extra oil. You've given everything. It's not by that one, no. You need to let go of that messianic mentality that you have, that messiah syndrome. And especially for people who have been firstborns, 
it is very very common with firstborns or for people who've had to take responsibility at a very young age i know that life has not been very fair with you life has not been the easiest or the gentlest life has not been the sweetest you've had to walk yourself out to get everything but i'm telling you for free you will thank you later when you take care of yourself i've made a decision i don't want to be a 30 40 year old woman having a beautiful life but cannot stop coming in and out of the hospital because I didn't live healthy, because of things I did when I was young. I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend my money on things I could have just avoided by wisdom. Take our time to laugh, be happy, play, dance, shake off the rigidness, be happy. And don't in that moment be thinking, oh, when next am I going to be happy like this? Just be present, be in the moment, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. God is not sitting down like a sadist waiting for you to smile and then he'll ask you, why are you smiling? What is funny about life? Do you not know that souls are perishing? No. That's not how God rules. I will fight for you. You will hold your peace. That scripture tells me that I just have to know where my place is in this battle. Take it and let God do his thing. Rest. Rest is so important that God gave it to his people as a command to keep the Shabbat, to keep it holy, to keep it unto him. And tell you a lot of times when you're tired and exhausted, you can't serve, you can't minister unto him, you can't bless him. When God told the Israelites to leave Egypt, and when he gave them the command of the Shabbat, he said, let my people go so that they can serve me. Too exhausted to pray, too sick, to fast, too tired to do anything. You think that's the kind of life God wants for you? No, no believer, no. So take care of yourself, but not at the detriment of others. Don't be selfish. Don't look out to hurt others. Don't look out to make others feel pain just because you felt it. It's a natural thing to do, but it's not the godly thing to do. It's not what we do in this kingdom. We're different. So if you listen to me right now, I want you to make a decision. Promise me that you will take care of yourself. Not just as a cliche now, but you will actually do that. Promise me that you will take siestas. Promise me that you drink a lot of water. Promise me you eat healthy. Promise me you take our time to exercise. Promise me you finally find your hobby. Promise me you do something fun and not feel guilty for it. Promise me that you will allow a bit of entertainment into your life as long as it doesn't defile you. And now promise God. Don't just be listening to me. Be saying it. Say, dear Jesus, I promise you that I will take care of this temple. I will make sure it doesn't break apart. I will make sure it is always fit for use. Ready for any assignment you call me to. I will make sure, Jesus, to not defile your temple. Not body, not soul, not mind. So help me, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Because like Paul, I'm going to pose the last question to you again. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. Your eyes, your hands, every part of your body is a member of Christ. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who lives within you, given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself. So take care of God's temple. I pray for you in the name of Jesus, that God gives you the wisdom to take out the lessons that he wanted you to hear in this episode. I pray that God gives you strength and the resources to live up to self-care God's way. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not fall into the extreme of selfishness. I pray for everyone who is selfish, everyone who is bound by that spirit of selfishness. In the name of Jesus, your freedom is here. God has given you keys tonight on how to walk out of selfishness and never look back. I pray that he gives you the strength to do the things that you've learned. In the mighty name of Jesus. I call you blessed, body, soul, spirit. For anyone who, because they've not been practicing self-care, 
is sick and ailing. Jesus wants to heal. So I pray you healing. I speak healing to your body. I speak healing to your body. I speak peace over that pain. It lifts, it goes. And when it happens, do share the testimony because Jesus wants to heal. Come unto me, all you who are weary and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. As you've come onto this mountain tonight, Jesus gives you rest. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, this time around, when I say take care of yourself, you know what I mean. Have yourselves a lovely rest of the week. And yeah, before I forget, rant to rest the Christmas episode. It's our last episode of the year, and it's a rant episode. All you have to do is to rant to us in one to three minutes. Upload it on the link provided, or send me a DM on Instagram directly, and I'll send you the link to participate. We have already started to receive entries. You do not want to sleep on this. And of course, of course, I love you. I'm rooting for you, and I hope you do take care of yourself. Don't forget to share this episode. That's how you take care of the rest podcast. 